Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Building with Bailey, a podcast. Uh, Once again, here I am, a little bit behind schedule, but also not really because I'm just flowing with life right now, and this is where I'm at. So thank you for your patience if you were just eagerly anticipating this weekly update. Um, It's now week 16 of the semester which means I just went through week 15, which also somehow was the worst week of the whole semester for me. I just, I have a lot of questions about deadlines and such, but can't do anything about it now. I survived it. Um, hopefully I've passed my classes, but basically uh, wrapped up two classes. I had three presentations and then I taught my final recitation sections and then still had to go to actual class class. So it was a lot last week, but I survived again. Like I said, I'm here. I'm now kind of feeling a little bit relieved, but also now I'm in that spiral of stress where it's like I'm second guessing everything that I turned in. And I'm like, I don't know if that's going to be good enough. Like, I don't know if that was good at all. But I'm also reminding myself too, just like, I can trust my work. I can trust myself. I can trust the process that I do because it hasn't failed me yet. So maybe I shouldn't think it's failing me now. But I have a couple kind of fun stories I think that are, I think, hopefully good podcast material. Maybe a slight pivot away from this more of like, here's what I'm learning and here's life lessons with Bailey and like we're building on stuff. Like, I'm sure that that will be infused, but I just wanted to share a few stories about what life is like in Boulder, Colorado. So I got here in August, never had visited Colorado before ever in my life. Like I literally have never, I hadn't gone past St. Louis, like west of St. Louis, Missouri, nothing, no idea. I've watched movies. I've seen pictures. I've imagined what life would be like out here, but never in my life have have I ventured this way. And here I am now, fully a Coloradan. Like I have the driver's license, the voter registration, the address, the everything, you know, fully now committed to this Coloradan lifestyle. But there's been a few learning curves. Like when I moved from Indiana to South Carolina and upstate South Carolina, like not even tropical really it's just like we saw like two palm trees on the campus and they were in front of the health center so like not the vibe that everyone thought that I was experiencing based on text messages and different comments on like oh it's so tropical I'm like no this is literally the mountains um and they were it's very beautiful there like don't get me wrong and like the lake and the outdoor like nature gorgeous but now I felt like I was just getting dipped into the world of possibility and the outdoor space. And I live in this place where it's like I'm standing in line at Trader Joe's like I do every week because that is my weekly excursion. I'm like going to Target and Trader Joe's because they're right beside each other, which is dangerous and wonderful simultaneously. But I'm standing in line at Trader Joe's and I'm like, the mountains are just like right there. Like the flat irons are just looking at me and I'm looking at them and I'm like, we're doing this? Like, this is what, this is what we do. 
And I can't believe it. I hope that this never wears off. But the more that I'm here, it's just like every day I walk outside and I'm like, how do I live somewhere that looks like this? Like the road right outside of of the house uh, where I'm I'm at, it like the mount like just the snowy peaks, like the mountains, just right there looking at me. And I'm like, again, I'm looking at them. They're looking at me. I'm like, this is magic. I'm in love. So it's really been fun. Um, but another thing that I, I'm not used to, um, because again, I grew up in cornfields, basically along a, an extremely trafficked country road. And we had a really small driveway and it was all cracked and not cool. Like if you tried to play basketball on it, like we would do with my dad, you'd like dribble the ball and it would hit a crack and like launch itself into the road. So, you know, not conducive for like safely playing a game of pickup in the front yard, essentially. Uh, But that's what we had. And the same thing kind of happened when we started riding bikes. You know, I would ride a bike in a circle over the cracked pavement. And like, that's all we do. And I remember one of my sister's uh, we, well, I got the idea. Of course I got the idea, right? Um, I got this grand idea to actually like draw out a map. So I would have like these little, like the road would be one way. I would have like stop signs. And I was like, let's make this a road type deal in this circle oval thing. And that's what we did. And so I just remember doing that. But other than that, like, I remember there was one time, I think, where as a family, we like went on a bike ride, like on the road. And I was like terrified. But, and then we went to the park a few times. But when you have four kids uh, pretty close in age, like like I grew up with, I think it's really tough, especially if you don't live somewhere near like a trail or a park and you've got to drive somewhere and you got to pack all those bikes in a car or like a van, like we had the minivan. Don't even get me started on the minivan. but you know, it was diff- It was difficult essentially to find time and days where we could just pack up all of that, drive to the park that was like 15 minutes away and ride bikes there. So I'm telling you all this because now I'm here in Boulder and there's bike paths galore. Like it is abundant and robust. And this, the way that kind of the city is laid out is essentially like it can be traversed by car by foot, by bike, or any other mode of transportation with ease. And what I mean by that is I live not in the downtown or like not far from the downtown, but like not close to the downtown. And yet I walk every single day on miles of trails that just connect right outside of the door. There's literally trails everywhere and it's magical. So not only can I walk safely and not worry about getting, you know, struck by a vehicle, um, I also, that means I can bike ride and biking here, cycling, it is a very big deal. And so my roommates actually told me about like, you can get a bike through the university because sometimes uh, students will just leave their bikes, leave their cars, like all kinds of stuff. They just leave it. And then the university kind of just claims it. And they auction them off. And these usually occur in person, but obviously in COVID times, again, a virtual auction ensued. 
And I just happened to get the email about it. And I just logged on. I saw the bike that I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this bike. It's green and it's cute. And it's like a Raleigh bike. And I didn't know really what that was, but I was like, it, it looks right to me. It was my size. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I purchased this bike from the auction and picked it up, got it back. And I was like, all right, I'm in business. I got a helmet, like the full, got the work going on, you know? And, and then my roommates and I were like, okay, let's go, let's go on a ride. And so we went on this magical long trail ride to the outskirts of Boulder and it was gorgeous. And I had such a good experience for the first time. And I was like, yes. I'm learning all the signals that you need to know. So I was like, you know what? Not doing too bad. I got this. It's scary. I'm like really terrified of a bike for some reason, even though, again, like, why do we say like, oh, it's as easy as riding a bike or like, you'll remember it's like riding a bike. I'm like, that is actually really tough when you think about it, because there's so many things you have to think about and balance and, you know, not be afraid for your life all the time. And so anyway, so I had a good first experience. And then I went out on another day with my one of my roommates and we were riding into the city because she had to make an errand. And I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's I'm on a city bike. You know, this is the full boulder moment that we have been destined for. And I just remember... <laughs> So the the whole thing, is, so with trail riding, it's really nice because it's like, when I say trails, it's like they're just paved paths, essentially. And so we're like riding on this pavement and there's no, there's no stop signs. There's no intersections. It's just like you tell people where you're turning and then you make the turn. And which is great. The issue is I had a lot of confidence in myself because I was like, oh, I've got this. I did a great job last time. And I didn't think about how if you bike into the city, there's going to be like intersections and stoplights and you're going to have to stop and start frequently. So my seat, I'm also still figuring out all of these things with my bike. You know, we're learning each other. Like, I'm like, okay, here, if I, you know, what are the gauges and the, the speed thingies, the dials, what I, I'm blanking on what those are called now. That's exciting. Okay, so anyways, continuing forward. Basically, I am just getting acquainted with my bike and figuring out what is capable of and also figuring out a seat height that works. So on this unfortunate day where we're going into the city for the first time, my bike seat was way too high to the point where like my tippiest tippy toes could not touch the ground. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, this is fine. My knees don't hurt. Woohoo, it's like hip level. It was wrong. And so I'm getting into the into the city and my roommate's very proficient at this point. Um and I was trying to, to follow her lead and like do the things and tragically we get to this intersection, the first one, and we're sitting there and I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then the light, like the you can cross now type situation happens on the crosswalk. And I was like, okay. And I tried to start my bike in front of all this traffic. And I was like, oh, so I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to like pull myself together coherently and bike across 
this intersection after I just stopped. And the cool part about that was not only did I just like very much embarrass myself trying to like get through the intersection, we also had to like then stop on the other side and wait to cross that street. So it was like stop and go, stop and go. This was going on for quite a few intersections. I would say probably like seven, eight by the time of the catastrophe. So (laughs) we roll up to this intersection and the light had just flipped. So like I was prepared to stop and like my roommate's trying to help me. She's like, get your pedals like this way and get ready and like be like ready to go. And like, here's how to hold your leg and like all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. And there's like real traffic happening around me. And so then we get to this intersection specifically. And I was fully prepared again to stop. I was like, okay, I'm going to regroup. Like my anxiety is literally out of this world. I'm like, I am so uncomfortable and nervous and scared all at the same time. This is not an enjoyable moment, but I was like, okay, this is like part of the Boulder experience. Like you got to keep going. <laughs> the the tragedy though of this this instance was again, the specific light it had just changed. And so I was fully prepared to stop. It had changed though to where we could go. This was like a stop and go moment. But like I tried to like go, but I wasn't ready to go. And there was a right turning lane from that road, like onto the street, basically that I'm trying to cross. And a car had stopped for my roommate and I, as soon as the light had just changed for us to go. So it was like letting us through you know, pedestrian right of way, all that good stuff. So very, very courteous person. And I, my roommate goes, and she's like across the intersection and I panicked. I was having like a full heart attack because I couldn't get on my bike. And then when I got on my bike, I couldn't make it go. Like I was all fumbled up and just, it was a disaster. Like, and then the worst part was, not only was I like on my bike, unable to go forward and like pedal, I literally fell over with the bike, like fell over onto the road, the ground, literally the ground in front of the car who had stopped to let us go through. And I was like, oh my God. And there were like people on the sidewalks around, like walking and other people biking. There was traffic like everyone just witnessed this and I was like thank god I'm wearing sunglasses and a mask right now because I do not want to become internet famous for this moment but I can totally see that happening I was like horrified and then I picked myself up and I like waved at the car I was like so sorry and I was like crying and laughing simultaneously as one does in this moment and like walked my bike across the intersection and I was like I literally hate everything about this. And I was so, so embarrassed. Like my confidence was like negative 5,2029.2. It was so, so bad. And so we ended up finishing out. I like got back, but I was very shaken up. And like every intersection was just like, oh my God, are you going to wipe out again? Are you going to wipe out again? And just awful, awful, awful. So anyway, fast forward, that was like back in, I want to say October or late September, maybe mid-September. I can't remember, but I get to today where today it's 60 degrees 
that's the other thing I'll have to tell you all about the weather here. But it's 60 degrees today. And I was like, you know what, Bailey, it is time to bust out Sally Ann once again. I named my bike Sally Ann. And so Sally Ann and I were going to go on a spin and I'm going to take one of my uh, cohort members who who lives pretty nearby, actually. I was like, would you like to go on a bike ride? And we start going and like a mile in, I'm like, why is that? What is this sound? It sounds weird. I don't know what's happening. And we pull off, look at my bike and I was like, oh, good. So the tire was like flat. And I, I don't know how that happened. Thankfully, we were only about a mile away. So like I got back, get back and the the gate to like get into the little porch area where I store my bike is locked and you have to have the key for it. So like I had the key in my pocket and I go to like put it into the lock and then I drop the keys. And so I literally had to hop a fence, grab the keys, open up, get my bike with the flat tire back into, into the porch. And I was like, is this the universe saying like biking is just not for you, Bailey? Like, is this the less, or do I just take it in stride and realize this is part of the experience? And I'm, you know, now considering the latter, but I was just like, what the actual heck is going on? So that was kind of my fun update on the bike situation and basically explaining it in general. But usually people bike to work here. They bike to class here. I mean, I've I've definitely seen and been around cyclists before, but nothing like it is here. And so I'm trying really hard to to become, you know, a true boulderite, you know, just a true boulder person and bike places. And it's oh, man. So anyway, that's my fun update in that arena. My confidence shaken, but I remain determined that I will I will get this. Like I will become proficient and feel more confident in time. But for now it's like super scary and I don't know. It, I mean if you wipe out that bad like on your first city trip, it just kind of does something to you. So I'm getting through that and I'm working through it and I'm determined, like I said, I will I will get better. But oh man. So that was the other fun thing. The other thing too about the weather in Boulder. So I was under the impression most of my life that like Colorado is like pure snow and like winters you're gonna get like five thousand feet of snow and it's just awful and it's just cold. But actually, when I was looking into the university and like figuring out, I was making my spreadsheets of like what schools offer what, you know, what is life like in these places, cost of living you know, nature, like all the things that I care about and are important to consider. Um, I realized I actually really liked Boulder for a lot of reasons, but one being we get 300 days on average of sunshine here. And I love the sun. I do, I do really well when I'm in sunshine or like around it, not necessarily though the heat. Like I realized also over the last few years, I'm like, I don't think the Southeast or like just Southern life at all is for me. I can't handle the humidity and the bugs are just enormous. And I mean, it's just, there's so much that it's just like, I can't, I can't deal with it. And like hurricanes just come in. It's like, "Mm, I don't think so. Like it's great to visit, but maybe not to settle roots and all that. So 
But I really liked how, you know, 300 days of sunshine on average a year here. I was like, wow. Um, Again, though, like you see lots of pictures of the snow and I was like very worried about it. But I knew, too, it wasn't like me moving to, to South Carolina where they have literally like one snow truck for like eight counties or something. Just like whenever whenever something slightly happens in terms of like winter weather, it's like everything shuts down. Like that's a real thing. So I knew that if I moved here, because like I also like the winter, but what I don't like about the winter in Indiana is the months of perpetual gloom. It's just perpetual gloom. The snow is like gray and gross after a while. Cars covered in salt all the time. It's annoying. It's it like negative 40 wind chills. I was like, this is awful and I'm not loving it. But since being here, which is what I was expecting winter to be like here, since that's what I really know of of winter, that's what I know winter to be and to be comprised of is like, ugh, and ugh, you know, and an occasional like woohoo beautiful. Here, it it snowed the first time in September, which was kind of a fluke. Everyone was like, what? Uh, and then it went away, like immediately, presumed being warm. And then it snowed, obviously. Uh, November, I think. I don't know that it snowed in October. Maybe it did snow in October. Yeah, maybe maybe we have gotten like one substantial snow each month. But yeah, it will like snow and then it's like 60. And and like, I'm like, we're biking around today. And I was like, wow, like there's you can still see snow in, in parts of and a lot of the, the creeks and, you know, the rivers are very much uh, frozen in parts. But there's like you I mean everything's cleared off like there's no and it's sunny all the time it is the most magical thing like I have become a true winter lover like I love the winter here I'm excited for all of the things I could try to do over break um obviously safely but it's going to be cool I think to experience Colorado Christmas and just be in the winter and really enjoy all of my sweaters and my turtlenecks that I love so much. I was like, oh, this is magical. But yeah, so that's kind of how that works. I guess the winters here are just kind of like that. Like some days it's super cold and like snowy and it looks magical, like a snow globe, like oh, the mountains with the snow on it. It just, my heart just can't handle how beautiful it is. Truly, truly beautiful. And um, yeah, I love it essentially boiling that down. I'm trying to think if there's any other things. Like no one here really says anything differently than than I'm used to. Like the grocery store names always get me everywhere I move. I look at the grocery stores and I laugh about the names because they're so different. Like here we have like King Supers, which is Kroger. And I'm like, what? Who is a King Super? And why is it spelled S-O-O-P-E-R? I probably should do research about it. I'm sure it's like significant, but those kinds of things I think are are pretty neat. But when I moved to South Carolina, you know, you go in the grocery store and they're like, would you like a buggy? And I'm like, a what? You know? So like, I, I used to hear those kinds of things. But since being here, I don't really hear anything that that seems like, oh, that's not what I used to call that. Or like, oh, that's like, it. it's not standing out to me, I guess, in that way. So, and it's probably because people here are just from all over. Um, there's so many people from the Midwest, from the East Coast, from the West Coast, just lots of people here. Um, but it's really neat. 
and I love the green spaces and it's it's just so beautiful and I feel so lucky like even though this past week has been really really tough for me I am learning to again like I I've talked about this in the other episodes like really taking breaks and prioritizing my own mental health and what's going to be best for me even if maybe time wise that break wouldn't work you know and this past week I didn't do a great job about balancing it but I was on like I was on final deadlines so I'm giving myself grace but also reminding myself to like take a break take time off your body needs to sleep and rest now and recover I have one more paper to write um so I'm going to be working on that but other than that and like inputting student grades and wrapping up little things. Um, I'm almost done. I've almost survived my first semester of my PhD. Um, I've got a really cool lineup of classes for next semester. And I don't know if anything, it's just been, it's been so many things, like so many, so many emotions. And you've all been part of this journey in this audio way. So you understand probably what I'm saying, but I'm learning so much about myself. I'm learning so much about just who I want to become, who I aspire to be, but also being proud of who I am right now and really, really trying to push into the self-doubt and all of the the self, you know, negativity and the degradations and like all the things that I, I tend to do um, just automatically, like habit, and really reminding myself, like catching myself in them and and understanding like what role is this serving me? Is this self-protection? Is it like what is it? And I think a lot of times I've I've realized um in the last week at least, after talking to my therapist, I was like, Oh, she's like, Yeah, you you're protecting yourself when you're doing all of this and it hurts you when you're doing it, but maybe it, you feel like it hurts less than if it actually would happen. You know, you get the rejection. You don't do well on a project. You don't write a sentence that's as great as you thought it would be. You're like, oh, it's is it too bold? Like just all of these different small things that I won't unpack in this episode because I think this one's maybe more of like a light, funny update, perhaps. Just I'm reflecting on my biking journey. Um, but yeah, I I'm doing the work and I'm getting things done. And more importantly, though, I feel so happy to be where I'm at. And I'm excited. I'm starting to get really excited about what's to come, even though I don't know what that's going to look like necessarily. Um, I really, I'm so genuinely, like, I just feel so lucky all the time. And I think it's a beautiful place to be when you're 24. And uh, yeah, it's been a long road to get here, but here we are, as I say, like thinking back on this like 20 year long semester, but it's been a long road to get here, you know? Um, yeah, it's been a long road. I'm nearly at the finish line. I see it, I see it so much. Um, it's like anytime you're playing in a golf tournament and my, my coach is saying like the last world, like it's literally, I know I talked about that in the last episode, but like, I'm so close to done. Like I have one hole to play really, and I can do it. So the final push will ensue. Hopefully the next episode 
You will find me on the other side of it, having passed my classes and really resting up and reflecting on some things and hopefully being more vulnerable as well. But for now, this is the update I have for you. I hope it made you laugh. Maybe just envisioning me trying to ride my bike in this place of all these like cyclists and triathletes and stuff. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. I don't know how to stop this part, but we're all works in progress. Why would I be efficient at something or proficient at something uh, if I haven't done it? So grace, give yourselves grace and in, in all of the little things. Uh, take care of yourselves, y'all. And I will talk to you again in the next episode. Thank you.